Hi everyone. Our next guest on is Faye Lake. She is a fourth year fashion student in LSAD. I'm obsessed with Faye. She's my roommate and we had such a lovely chat with her. We covered so much from how she went from being a dancer in Spain to a fashion designer in Limerick. Ooh, I love the bones of her, obviously. So very excited to have her on today. And I hope you guys all enjoy. Woo! <laughs> Cue Faye. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> hey Faye, how are you doing? Hello. I'm very good. How do you feel being on the podcast today? Oh, a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Episode six. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> Sorry. This is episode six. Oh, lovely. Yeah. We were just saying that we feel like it's been far less than it actually has been. Mm. But yeah. It does. It feels like we've done like three. <laughs> no, you're really getting through them. We are. Yeah. On the ground. Storming through. I feel like it was only like last week you were like, I'm we going to start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I told you about it. And you I did. Like, we starting a thing. You are one of the first people I feel like I told yeah. about it. Always Full supportive, queen. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm episode yeah. six. Exactly. I live with Faye. Faye's one of my roommates. Yes. I love her. <laughs> I love you too. Will we elope? She was paid to say that. <laughs> And we're also paying her to be here. <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll start into the questions. Always our question one. Do you feel like you were a creative child? Do you feel like you can see that now? Yeah. Um, I was a really, like, practical child mm. as well. Um, I wasn't super creative like I didn't do like much drawing or like art but I was really imaginative mm. and so I would like play a lot of games and like make up stories in my head mm-hmm. I used to play by myself a lot <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and I think I was really yeah I was really imaginative but I wasn't so much like an artist like a drawer yeah. or a painter or anything mm-hmm. actually I don't think I could sit still for that long so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you were you're an active child, like doing bits. Yeah, I was always kind of running around. Mm. I feel like I loved climbing things and like mm. being active mm. more so than art. I think, mm-hmm. but I loved like, like singing and that kind of side of art. I loved like, mm. yeah, and playing games and yeah, imagination. I guess, yeah. but mm. yeah. Did you feel like you had? Like anyone encourage or influence you to become the creative person you are today when you were growing up? I think I didn't have like anyone that I was like Mm. an obvious influence, but Mm. my family were all like really creative. So Mm. I think it was really normal to kind of be, I don't know, influence art and influence Mm -hmm. the more creative Mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. Um, And like my mom had like, always encouraged me to like you know do dance classes or do like extracurriculars Mm. and my dad always wanted me to like play music and I feel like I was encouraged all the time Mm. and yeah always just told I could do whatever I wanted I was never like held back that way Mm. cool but um, why do they put you in dance do they just decide I probably wanted to go to it I can imagine I was probably like can I go or my sister maybe wanted to go because she started as well um she did dance yeah, I actually, I don't yeah, remember. Sister, I was yeah. just, yeah, I think I started when I was three, so. Wow. Yeah. That's young. Yeah. yeah, and I used to do, I feel like I used to do other curricular activities. I used to do football, mm. which is 
surprising. (laughs) Um, My sister was a lot better at sports than I was and swimming and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was much more like, la la loo. (laughs) A a creative child. I guess think all of your siblings were quite creative. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. The whole family. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I guess I was just always encouraged by my parents Mm -hmm. and family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then I was going to ask you about, so you said you did dancing. Um, yeah. So I remember like when you moved in, I had met your mom and for the first time and I knew you already, but I remember her being like, oh, like they left school early or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a bad mom or so, something of that. Messing, yeah. like, um, but I was going to ask you about how you left school at a young age and then you were dancing and studying in Spain doing a degree yeah yeah you could talk about that a little bit yeah so I left school uh after the junior Mm. cert I kind of did fourth year a little Mm -hmm. bit but my siblings had left school before me so Mm -hmm. I think it was kind of easier for my parents to like make that decision to like let me leave and I didn't just drop out of school and not do anything like I stayed in education I think that was like a big factor towards it. Mm. So I did a um like a PLC, is that mm. what they call them? Further yeah, ed for the course. Yeah. Um in Cork I did dance mm. for a year and then I auditioned for a dance college in Spain cool. and I got in and I went there. Um but yeah, I kind of like now I kind of wish I had maybe stayed in Ireland another year, mm. auditioned for a few other colleges, or mm. I think I just had this very much like I have to get out of Ireland, I have to go, mm. I have Even to. Even though you're so young, yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah. I rushed like mm. some stuff, but um, still like an amazing, amazing experience, mm. and I don't think I was great at school anyway. So, and I don't think I would have been doing anything else now either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the right decision for me. Yeah. But again. I would say that if you were going to drop out of school, maybe stay in education Still, or like yeah. have a little course or like something to kind of yes. mm-hmm. keep you going. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was yeah. great you had um, dancing and other things. Yeah, exactly. Things. I had other interests and like mm-hmm. I was spending a lot of time outside of school. I think that's why I, I missed a lot of transition year was because I was going up to Cork like mm-hmm. aerial dancing and stuff and mm-hmm. I was just missing school anyway, so mm-hmm. it was like, well, I might as well go and do this full time. Yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I did. <laughs> and what areas of dance were you? So I did mainly contemporary dance, mm. um, but the college I went to did a bit of everything. So we did um, tap dance, ballet, contemporary, jazz, commercial. And then in your uh, second year, you kind of pick whether you're going to do more jazz or contemporary Mm -hmm. and I did the contemporary side Mm -hmm. um yeah it was it was great but I think I had a lot of like imposter syndrome at the time Mm. maybe or I just I don't know I think I just struggled a bit with like my mental health at the time and I was in a different country and I was Mm -hmm. young so I think maybe Mm -hmm. I didn't get to get the most out of it Mm -hmm. Um, but still like amazing did you spend four years there in the course I spent three years but I took a year off so it was kind of four years but I spent the year off in Ireland so I came home for a year which was the best decision I ever made and was that between second and third year or was it it was between yeah second and third year so but yeah just before my final year Mm -hmm. and that year I didn't really do much I just worked I thought I'd be doing all like loads of projects and stuff Mm -hmm. 
but I just worked and I just like I just feel like I really grew into myself and then when I went back to college I was like wow I actually do enjoy dancing mm. and I was enjoying the classes and I was getting more out of it and um yeah but then COVID happened and my last year finished early and then I moved home okay. yeah so I was there was kind of pros and cons to taking mm. the year off mm-hmm. but I still wouldn't do it any other way because mm. if I had just gone straight back into my final year I probably would have not enjoyed it or yeah yeah ended on a different note maybe exactly yeah, want yeah, yeah yeah and I just think yeah it all made sense at the time yeah for me anyway mm. yeah I think it's so important to like listen to yourself in those moments because you know some people look down upon like or I don't even know if people look down upon people taking a year out but there's a funny stigma sometimes with it like with parents yeah. they're always like some people's parents I feel like they come from traditional I don't know like I feel like your parents would be more maybe understanding of it, maybe. Yeah, like we did talk about it for a while. We were like, mm. oh, is it the right decision yeah. to do? Because if you you should just do the last year, mm. get it over with, get yeah. the degree. Mm. And I think there was a the fear that if I took the year off, wouldn't go back, I wouldn't mm-hmm. go back. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was in Spain. It was in Spain and I was also struggling with it a bit yeah. mm-hmm. at the time. And yeah, um, I what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were just saying that your parents... Um, you you did even though I I was saying that some some people would, um, frown upon frown upon me. it yeah. yeah yeah a little bit and you yeah. were saying that your parents obviously still had that concern and so did you of because that's I think that's just kind of a natural yeah it is thing. natural and, and it's good to think about these things but now mm. I can just be like don't rush things just mm. take it mm-hmm. like like life is. You don't need to rush through everything, you know, mm. that like I should have spent an extra year in Ireland maybe figuring things mm. out before I took the degree. Yeah. Taking the year out was a great decision. Mm. Like, I just think that if you need to take a year, take a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you yeah. think you rushed out of the country even and like rushed doing, not not that you rushed it, but that you did all these things and you were really ambitious because I think maybe that maybe that could be a part of you leaving school earlier and like still wanting to do things and pursue dancing do you know like there might be a bit of pressure on it then yeah I guess with dance as well there's a pressure to do it young Mm. so I was like look I can always go back and go to school when I'm older or Mm. you know but a lot of dance careers end kind of young Mm because you have injuries and you know you can't you just can't do it Uh I guess well you can but you know there's Mm -hmm. yeah kind of a thing about it where Mm -hmm. it's like oh you know it's a young career yeah yeah God, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I do think with, like, creative endeavours, even, like, we were saying about a year out and stuff, even in a career, sometimes you just need to take time to step back from it. Yes. I think so, yeah. Like, I've thought about a master's and the amount of people who do a master's straight out of college. I'm like, I think I need to experience a life to base master's mm-hmm. work around mm-hmm. rather than launching straight I, into I it. I always think that if you go straight into a master's from college that you're just going to create the same stuff yeah. Yeah. that you're creating in college. It's just a fifth mm. year. Yeah, it yeah, suits, exactly. Exa- yeah, it suits some people, of course. It does, mm. yeah. But the, I just feel like for art-wise, art I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's I need a break. take a bit of time off to make you realise how much you like it and mm-hmm. to get some new inspiration as well. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And how did dance then lead into fashion? That was a weird one. I don't really know (laughs) because I started sewing actually to make money for dance college 
and I was making stuff out of scrap fabric. So mm. I was making like, actually, I was making buntings, you know, those like mm. flags that you mm. hang and I was selling them at markets. Mm. And I was making, I was putting like kids' names on them mm. for for like moms. They would like order them for their kids' bedrooms yeah, yeah. or like as presents for people. Mm-hmm. And that was great because like moms love things like that <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Um, so you were making the big books. I was yeah. <laughs> I was playing with their um, pregnant brains <laughs> and making money off it. <laughs> Um, and then yeah I just liked sewing so much and then I was like Jesus will I will I go study fashion even though I know nothing about clothes I know nothing about the fashion world I didn't don't think I even knew any fashion designers at this point Mm -hmm. um but I just liked working the fabric and so I applied for LCFE which is uh Limerick School of Further Education Mm -hmm. and I applied for the fashion and textiles course I got in and then when I got the email, I had forgotten I had applied for it. And I was like, what is this? I don't, <laughs> I don't know Spam what this on my is. Phone. <laughs> and eventually I copped it and I was like, oh my God, yeah, that thing. And then I was like, fuck it, I'll just go do it, will I? Uh, oh, can you curse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I was maybe. like, yeah, I'll just go do it. And yeah, I, I think it was like a few weeks later, I just went and... It was the best thing ever. I just, I loved it. Mm. And then I applied for college here. I got in. And yeah, this is where I am now. This is history. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so by chance, I guess. Amazing. You went into college as an advanced entry student? I did, yeah. I guess because I already had a degree in like kind of a creative field Mm. and... I was a little bit older. I had the PLC, so which is I think a level five, mm-hmm. which is the equivalent to first year, I think. Mm. Um. So yeah, it was just like an interview and a portfolio, and then I got to skip first year, which was lovely. Mm. Yeah. Even though sometimes I do get jealous, I'm like, mm. oh, I would have loved to have tried some ceramics or yeah. some print mm-hmm. or something, because yeah. I don't come from an art you're background. Our first, you're our first um advanced entry student that came on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know if it makes a difference. I The one thing I did notice was a lot of people do make friends in first year. Yes. And when I came in, one of my really close friends now thought I was an exchange student for, like, months. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to just sit at the back of the classroom with my, like, massive headphones on, <laughs> not talking to anyone. I remember laughing once at someone. They, like, made a joke to the class and I, like, laughed at the back and everyone looked back <laughs> like oh god now it looks like I've been eavesdropping but I was just trying to like join in you know yeah yeah but uh slowly and surely I made some friends um so yeah you don't need the first year but I would say that if you're not 100% sure on what you want to do then yeah yeah it's a good it's a good year well, you're too, you're too um, class not to fall in love with in the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, do you know what I mean? Like, girl, end. I've been single so long. <laughs> you say that. She's a lot of platonic love. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I wanted to ask you about uh, your fashion. Your fashion education. Yeah. <laughs> How are you getting on? And I wanted to ask you about... Um, how your concepts have evolved in college, if you want to chat about that. Yeah, um, yeah, I struggle with this one, actually, mm. because I guess 
I never had to put concepts onto something like mm. physical really before. Mm. Like in dancing, I think it was very much like influenced by music and movement and feeling mm. and emotion. Whereas in, in fashion, it's very like looking at shapes and mm-hmm. looking at like, yeah, construction and how this would be visually pleasing mm. and putting a concept into like a visual thing is something I never really thought about mm-hmm. um but I really I guess I played around a lot like a lot of the concepts I kind of look at are things I was interested in as a kid mm-hmm. like I used to love fairies as a kid so mm-hmm. I would like bring that into it and like clowns well my dad was really into clowns actually yeah. and then he has like clown these clown books at home mm-hmm. and I found them really interesting oh. so I brought them into and my project you last say, year didn't you say um, <clears throat> your dad was a circus man my dad was in the circus for a little bit yeah he was a clown i think yeah um that is so cool i'm terrified yeah. of clowns but yeah yeah <laughs> they, they can be terrifying yeah. yeah but um yeah i it's a weird one because it's a lot less emotional Your probably aren't based on that as well a lot of the times are they i mean they're shorter projects mm-hmm. and we do a lot of like collage and stuff but I guess you still get to pick your inspiration yes but you have to follow along a a brief with how you design a lot of the time which can Mm -hmm. feel a little bit restricting um but now that I'm in my final year I can see the reasonings for it yes but going through second and third year I was a little bit like why can't I be more conceptual with it or like have more of an atmosphere rather than it's very like Mm -hmm. shapes Mm -hmm. and very technical yeah yeah and I'm like where's the feeling Mm. you know (laughs) dance yeah and you're creative yeah yeah and I think maybe I just struggle with that anyway because I'm not a drawer Mm. yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, amazing um yeah I was gonna ask you what are you looking at at the minute like conceptually because now you're able to a bit more in fourth year yeah so at the moment I am focusing it a lot more on myself I think and Mm. my own emotions I was gonna go down like the music scene kind of route in Ireland and then just decided against it I was also gonna look into the church and stuff and then Mm. I guess I I'm just kind of drawn to more like atmospherical kind of stuff and things that you'd have to make up shape from Mm. uh, rather than seeing an obvious shape and Mm. designing Mm. from Mm. it um so at the moment I'm looking at like emotions of feeling just like overwhelmed and like being weighed down. So I'm doing my own little like illustrations, which is weird because I don't draw, but I'm basing my whole project on my own little drawings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm going to make little characters cool. and base the collection off these little characters. And I think that for me, that's the easiest way that I can get emotion through it because I can see the emotion in the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, characters probably mainly based on myself (laughs) yeah I just it is something I struggle with with fashion because it's so looks wise and you you look at a garment and you're like oh that's a really nice fit or that's really nice tailored or Mm -hmm. you know that's really flattering and it has all these Mm. like words that I kind of want to stay clear of Mm. but I also find interesting like it can add to the look of it but I think it sometimes loses the emotion or it loses the concept of Mm. the whole thing Mm -hmm. like fashion shows are a little you don't really think about the concept that much I feel like you just look at the 
clothes or yeah. it, yeah. I don't know it seems yeah. more superficial yes, mm-hmm. yes. even if yeah. there is like a really there, I think loads of them are probably based off of a massive concept or like oh, this overarching theme yeah but then it's yeah that's the thing with fashion isn't it there's like this whole other like you said yeah whole aspect is kind of, of a it. high art that yeah. Isn't. yeah yeah it's it's a one I'm still figuring out I think and I'm very new to fashion yeah. like I never was into it when I was younger mm-hmm. so I think that's pretty much what I'm trying to figure out at the moment yeah. um it's just kind of working yeah working my head around what fashion is and yeah. how I can put my emotions onto my work mm. without mm-hmm. it being too garmenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And still being art, you know. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of leads us into the next thing I was gonna ask about but you went on an internship and I was gonna ask you about the influence that had on you because I feel like yeah. he has quite like an arty and um yeah. Yeah. fashion combined. I mean yeah he like Tom Vanderborsch uh the is the designer I worked for, he's like totally created his own mm. world. And you can see that through all of his garments. It's like they all have a story to tell a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all from this universe that he's created. And I think that's really special. And something I would definitely love to create. I would love mm-hmm. to create my own little universe mm-hmm. where everything made sense and fitted into that world. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if you can see people wearing little bits of your world would be kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, definitely, yeah, he influenced me a lot and just his style of working as well mm. and like the studio vibes and it was just a really nice atmosphere we all got along really well he had a little yeah. dog Dakota oh, <laughs> come in lovely. yeah yeah nice. had a great time there actually and Where it was a lovely city based? Ghent in Belgium yeah it was so nice and it was mm. nice and small as well mm. like I think I'd get really overwhelmed if it was this like massive city house, um yeah. or a massive fashion house even yeah. I'm not like super like fashion fashion orientated yeah no don't not really into brands at all or anything no. like that devil wears so. proud of vibes no <laughs> no no you're much more like cool like not hippie, oh, well, thank but, you like, <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm convinced i'm not a hippie but uh everyone seems to tell me i am so <laughs> the best maybe i'll ever <laughs> No, Nothing wrong with being a hippie. I'm just like, no, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me, a hippie? <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because, like, looking into fashion from a different discipline or a different mm. area, all you can really see is, like, the grandeur of it all and mm. the yeah kind of social aspect of it that it is interesting to hear mm. an opposite perspective of... Um, yeah. Mm the artistic side of it I guess yeah it is quite like an aesthetic kind of thing in a very superficial kind of world mm. so it's yeah I want to I want to keep it more artistic if I can yeah because otherwise I don't believe in what I'm doing and I don't see the mm. point in doing it you know mm-hmm. um unless it's like little fun projects as well like that's yeah. kind of different mm-hmm. but if it if we're going more on like collections and stuff I would like them to have a Mm. meaning mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's really nice cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I just see you as like different to a lot of I guess I don't know many like fashion designer people but I don't know just mm. I don't know I think I'd be lost in the world of fashion for sure mm. like if I was working with big designers I don't I like the quick pace of it mm-hmm. all 
in saying that, I love that about it too. I mm. love constantly working and I love being on the go. And yeah. I think that's why I love costume as well so much because it's like, it's really quick pace. It's mm. these projects that are really quick and you have to get everything ready on time for this production. Mm. And with costume as well, it, it does seem less superficial because it's part of a whole performance piece mm-hmm. and you're people are watching that and they're enjoying that and it's a... Well, maybe I could think of fashion shows that way too, but I just don't mm. for some reason. Where I think yeah. of theatre as art more so, I think. Yeah. And then I enjoy adding to that. Mm. <laughs> mm. Wow, cool. Mm. How did you get started in... I know you did costume design, so how did you get started in that? Yeah, so costume... I was actually... A weird one. So I went on a Tinder date. Um, yes, I forgot. This was before I went to LCFE as well. So I was just sewing little bits. It was kind of towards the end of COVID. Mm. Like kind of, you know, things were going a half lockdown. Mm. And yeah, I went on a Tinder date with this guy. He was lovely. And he messaged me then being like, oh, so you sew. And uh, these people are looking for like a costume trainee. Would you be interested? Mm. And I was kind of like, absolutely not. I do not have the skills. Like, oh God, that's going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not going to know what I'm doing. Um, and I did it and I had such a good time. I spent like the a month of the summer, I think, preparing for this show with two amazing costume designers, um, Amanda Donovan and Roisin Lenehan. And yeah, I've worked with them since and they've gotten back to me to work with them, which is nice. So I've worked with Amanda a few times um, doing costume. And yeah, it's nice. I kind mm-hmm. of like helped me decide that I was going to go to LCFE and study mm-hmm. it and then go to fashion as well. So yeah, best thing you can get out of a Tinder j- date is a job. <laughs> <laughs> Always grafting, girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> networking. Yeah. Always networking. <laughs> It never stops. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know how to network. <laughs> I know, guys. I know. I don't know how to date, but I know how to get jobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd lo- that's way better than dates. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. This like this date set me on my career like path. <laughs> I'm like, I want to still in contact. No, but he is in contact with my brother a lot. They play a lot together because um, they're both musicians so mm. yeah cool. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no we didn't fall out or anything like no, no, no. <laughs> I just don't talk to him just to clarify he's like, oh, she owes everything to me <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean you, he is friends with your brother so it's fun <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's all good yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think you were also mentioning about um Scrap okay. fabrics, I think. Was, yes. Yeah. Mm. So you mentioned about scrap fabrics. Was that in your POC course that you were interested in, or before when you were before, making? So yeah, I yeah. was making stuff out of scrap fabrics to yeah. make money for college yeah, for my dancing that I was interested in oh, at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Is that yeah. where that started? Like your your interest in more sustainable. Yeah, to be honest, again, I actually don't even really know how that started. Mm. Um, scrap fabrics were also just free mm-hmm. and like there yes. and I could use them and then obviously the sustainability was a pro mm-hmm. and a good selling point as well yes. mm-hmm. um, because you know you get a lot of mm-hmm. 
and you actually just have a lot of hippies in West Cork as well so yeah. mm. um, it's great to just be like sustainability and they're like <laughs> sign me up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. sounds awful but I am very sustainable and um, mm. want to incorporate that into my practice and um, yeah so I made a waste not account on Instagram and that's all sustainable stuff so I make like bags with fabric that I'll have left over from mm-hmm. projects or fabric I've collected mm-hmm. um, and I would need to get more onto that and make some more little bits mm-hmm. but for now it's just kind of bags you're kind of focused as well on college I think too mm. it's I college is very it takes busy so much time. yeah but um I am super interested in sustainability and especially yeah. with fashion I feel like there's no excuse because it's just it's like it's terrible for the environment everyone knows it mm. um but it's also hard the more you you get into it artistically I guess you want to create things that mm. maybe aren't made out of scrap fabrics or you want to um yeah you want to buy new fabrics sometimes mm. um but then I guess mm. it's kind of fun figuring out ways to make things with stuff that already have. exists yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but I think the most important thing really is not uh, like making fast fashion and kind of like yeah that kind of feeding into that mm. world of like trends and stuff mm. I don't think I'll ever create for trends because no. I don't think I really understand trends anyway mm-hmm. um well I obviously do but you know yeah, I can never see everyone does you. to a certain level yeah. like I wear Doc Martens you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well of course <laughs> yeah they're also leather as well like yeah well. yeah but you know no one's perfect <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah but like the trend cycles move so quickly it's impossible to keep up even it's scary yeah Yeah. it's mad but I definitely if I do end up making like collections in the future I will be more on the kind of anti-fashion side of it where I'm not doing like quick trend um what's the word um takeovers is in my head but that's not yeah you're not producing like yeah or like because you have to make something for this season. I'm mm. not going to do it for yes. that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Tom Vanderbort, who I worked for, is kind of inspiring as well. Because he also probably wouldn't be so, like, on board with mm-hmm. the trends. And he, all of his pieces are, like, one of a kind. Which mm-hmm. I find a lot more interesting. Because it makes the piece an art piece. Mm-hmm. It makes the garment an art piece. If it's one of a kind. Yeah. Rather than something everyone's buying off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, it's good to have a little bit of both things mm. in your work, but yeah, I think it's an important thing to think about what you're producing and putting out there instead of just producing and yeah. producing. And, it's nice that in your, the internship you picked wasn't something that you were against, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there was something that you could actually stand behind and yeah. get yeah. some interesting experience from. Yeah, thank God, because yeah. there's a lot of awful um, fashion mm. internships out there. Yeah, for mm. sure. Yes definitely and I was going to ask you like how did I know how kind of how it started but how did you see or how do you see Waste Not the Instagram and not just the Instagram but how do you see Waste Not evolving in the future so at the moment me and my friend um who is studying fashion with me we both really want to get together and um create a little business where we're making stuff out of scrap fabrics and waste materials and um kind of upcycling and stuff mm-hmm. for a bit of money as well yes. um but it, you know if there is going to be like quick changeover with trends and you know I like we love buying clothes like we're 
very consumerist is that mm. the right word mm. so you might as well be making stuff that is as sustainable as you can yeah now making new things is never really sustainable mm -hmm. but these are you know materials that already exist in the world yes. so yeah mm -hmm. amazing yeah because it's, it's i guess difficult to write <clears throat> the line between accessibility and sustainability where mm. it's affordable and can grow a wide audience but also yeah. like be sustainable and i mean that's why I feel like sustainable sustainability is kind of fake at the moment as well mm. because the, like obviously there are things that are more sustainable than other things but then you have things like what people can afford mm -hmm. and being realistic about stuff and you mm. know um if you really want to create something sustainable you'd almost not create anything <laughs> at all yeah. if it was going to be entirely yeah. sustainable yeah, yeah. um I actually wrote an essay last year on growing fabrics from mm. like algae and stuff, mm. um, which is really, really interesting. It's kind of like the idea that you'd be able to compost your clothing and uh -huh. you'd just be able to, you know, give it back to the earth, uh -huh. which is really nice, you know, but there's also aspects to encounter like that you have to think about then because there's treatments with the fabric. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, how do you make it like water resistant and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But it's definitely something that could be huge in the future. We could be making furniture out of stuff that we grow from That's so cool. bacteria and uh -huh. like yeast and yeast. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, basically making like a kombucha mix and taking the scoby from the top and creating something with that. That is so cool. Yeah. Which is that would be, you know, proper sustainable future. But yes. mm -hmm. then again, there's still you're still going to have to have factories. You're still going to have yeah. to have mm -hmm. production sites. Yeah. But mm -hmm. but I love the idea of a more sustainable practice, even if it's not obviously 100% sustainable because it can't really be. But yeah, I do love the waste not. I feel like you make yeah. magic out of like just things that are just scraps. <laughs> oh, Faye's thank room, you. She has so many scraps like in a box. <laughs> Oh, in, in a box, and then she's making so stuff. It's ev like they're every like in yeah. a room. You know, she's like this wizard. This like um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the toy shops. There's like this like toy yeah, master. Yeah, she's literally, <laughs> she's literally with her like really cool sewing machine that she has. I'm it's just like, messy, is yeah. really <laughs> yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. Did you say how you got your sewing machine? Actually, yeah, it was a lady who. Gave, she was actually bumped into my mum mm. one day and was like talking about how I was mm. making... Oh, do you know what it was? I was making masks for COVID at the start. And then she was like, oh, I have this sewing machine up in my attic. And then she just gave it to me. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice, guys. It's yeah. So nice it was amazing. Just like, you know, mm. like my mum was just like on the street and... Mm -hmm this lady said it and then I met her and she gave it to me and it was great <laughs> yeah. no because like a lot of people's sewing machines you know I feel like they're so typical and you see them but Faye has this whole box thing that it comes in it's mine is like that nice. mine like, I'm too scared to use but I they're amazing it as well. hold yeah. on to it because yeah. they don't make sewing machines like that anymore no. they're all like plastic I mean mm. domestic sewing machines mm. anymore like that they're all plastic. They have to, you can't get in to them yourself mm. to like fix them up. You know, they don't mm. last forever. They're kind of made to break. Mm -hmm. Whereas mm. in these are made to last because every household needed one, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. like they're really mm. made to last mm. and they're so powerful. Mm. They're mad. It's so great that you like were given that. 
Yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah. so nice to think that it still has a life and that you... It is. And that you use it so much. That's what I always love about when you're making new things yeah. and when you're making bags and... I know you're going to do such great things. Like, yeah. It's so nice. I think the, the girl only had yeah. sons, so she was happy Aww. to kind of give it to yeah. someone who was going to be using it because mm. it was just in the attic. So Very sustainable of her. Very sustainable, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, and if you're what I'm all about. <laughs> if you ever listen to this episode, the lady who gave it to Bay, <laughs> yeah. then she's using it. She uses it. I do all the so time. Yeah, so and much. The woman with the sewing machine <laughs> you can own yeah. all too. Is it the Tinder date and the woman with the sewing yes, machine? Yes. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yeah. All part of the journey. Faith's <laughs> journey into fashion. See, I personally think you shouldn't plan out your life. You know, no, no. I think things will come to you. Like, mm-hmm. I got a sewing machine, so obviously I was gonna start sewing. Do you know, like? Yeah. I went on a date. It didn't end up being a date, but I ended up getting a job. So, like, you know, yeah. it. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Life will come to you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like oh, you have a. I obviously, I was gonna say formally, but formally met Faye today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Officially, like, I can already. I feel like you have such a like. Incredible essence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dramatic. Actually, no, no, because but also this is good with words. So I'm like, I know you're just gonna form a, a way better thing than what I was. Gonna you do. just seem to really love to learn. Like you kind of yeah, just... I do actually. I'm always that very much feeds into my indecisiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love to learn, and yeah, I keep changing whatever direction I'm going, and I'll probably end up doing another PLC mm-hmm. at some point. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. Sometimes I struggle with that though of being like pulled in loads mm-hmm. of directions, and mm-hmm. I'm like, never thought I'd be doing fashion though. I thought it would definitely be dance or music, and then fashion came out of nowhere I was like oh and do you feel like um, dance informs it at all or at the beginning definitely I've based a lot of my projects on movement actually I didn't Mm -hmm. say that before Mm. um and I think it helps now with understanding how I would want a garment to feel on the body and Mm. like because I understand movement a little bit it's I feel like maybe I can understand fabric and how it moves in relation to the body. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that makes sense at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it does give an extra little element of something I can bring to it. Mm. Um, yeah, the dance isn't wasted for sure. Mm-hmm. But, and do you still dance? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Or not at all. Really mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Um. I really thought I would yes. do a little bit, mm-hmm. but the fashion just like took over mm-hmm. in college. It's it's really intense actually. Like all consuming. The mm-hmm. amount of all nighters you'll be doing, um, or getting like three hours sleep. Um mm-hmm. now in saying that you can also be really lazy and yeah. miss days. Like I didn't yeah. do much today at all. Um mm-hmm. but it's it is really a crazy workload it's anyway. A, it's a big workload. Yeah. And you kind of do forget that there's other things going on in the world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which actually, it, with everything that's happening at the moment mm-hmm. in the world, it can be a little bit like, why am I putting mm-hmm. so much focus on this? Why is it taking up so much energy? And it's mm-hmm. like, there's more important things going on, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
but then like are you just never going to create I don't know it's, it's a vicious yeah, circle yes, of yes. like nothing mm. is important yeah, what's the point of anything yeah. what's the point but then yeah. it's also the flip side of like what's the point of any, everything so just do it anyway you know what I mean yeah, yeah. exactly mm. yeah very uh existential 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 <laughs> thanks very much word of the day i'm not even gonna try to say it again <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> and do you think you'd like to have the time to to dance or do you think it's just that's just how it worked out i actually would i do miss it sometimes but i think I would make sure that I'm just doing it for myself and in my own yeah, time because yeah. I hated the sort of performance and pressure of it and it's like dance is a, like you could go to an audition and before they even see you dancing they're like no yes no yes mm. because they they want you to look a certain part yeah and it's like there is a role out there for everyone mm-hmm. so it's not I'm not saying it like in an insulting way like yeah it can be hard because you're like oh what's wrong with me Mm-hmm. but it's also like you were like let's say there's a choreographer you are like their painting in a way like you're mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. canvas yeah. that, and then you're making the art so it's okay if they kind of need certain mm-hmm. people they might be making a show where they need all the dancers to look the same mm-hmm. or they need you know yeah so it depends but contemporary then it's a little bit more tasteful I feel like mm. um yeah I don't know where I was going with that one now. But, <laughs> but if you were going to do dance, you would do it for yourself. Yeah, I think so. Just for fun. And yeah, it's a good way to keep fit even. Just like to keep yeah. healthy. And like, I've even just noticed like I'm so hunched all the time from fashion. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. my neck is always sore and my shoulders. Mm. And when you dance, you do feel really like emotional and free. And I, I miss that feeling mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to be a tap dancer. Oh, <laughs> How did that come about? Yeah. I had this pair of school shoes that the heels wore down so that it, you could, on wooden floors, hear it. And I would <laughs> be, like, in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> Tappity tap tap. <laughs> like, I cannot dance at all. But I was, I had kind of a, an obsession with dance moms, and I think that's maybe yeah. Like again. Oh god! Yes. Yeah. I was gonna Post ask, but I didn't show. think that you oh. would. I didn't think that you. I had. I loved it too. I loved. I didn't watch like a single episode, but would watch the clips on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I watched the. Whole, I watched the show. I watched yeah. it when I was babysitting, actually, for a while. It's very addictive, but mm. it's funny because um, yeah, Abby Lee Miller does <laughs> hype up tap dancing. She's like tap. Oh, she does tap. Yeah, she's yeah. great she's better than the rest of you I you guess know? I just really wanted to impress Abby yeah that's your real dream my knowledge of my knowledge of dance or of dance is dance moms half the time which is really <laughs> yeah. probably bad yeah very toxic which, yes yeah yeah oh my god that's a whole other side of dance yes thankfully I never really got into it mm. I did do the competitions one year mm. and it was a bit scary because all the girls wear like fake tan what and, age like, were you I was, oh God, I'd have no idea. I'd say nine, maybe. Okay. I don't know. That's, young. That's a guess. I could have been a little bit older. Okay. Um, but yeah, everyone wears like, I could have even been a little bit younger. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone wears loads of like tan, loads of heavy mm. makeup. Um, Sounds like Irish dancing. Puts on big costumes. <laughs> yeah. I, there was this freestyle in particular. It was like this crazy <laughs> genre where you would just go out and 
run in a circle <laughs> and you would just be like kicking your legs and doing split jumps and oh like like walkovers and just trying to be as flexible as you can in the oh air. It was like God. a weird one. But I did these competitions anyway one year and I remember I was sitting in the hall and they were like calling up the people one by one for their medals and then it got to the like the last three and they called out like third place they called out the second place and I was like oh my god this is the most embarrassing thing in the whole world I've missed my name <laughs> but I wasn't I got first place oh, wow. <laughs> but my mom thought I had missed my name oh. as well <laughs> Was there only three? There wasn't just three of you performing, was there? No, no, no. No, no there was no. loads. There was loads. But I thought you were going to say that someone got second and that someone got third, and you were like, "Oh, I'm going to win," and then you didn't win. You know, <laughs> no, it was win. the opposite. I win. fully thought, but I thank oh. God. Usually, stayed away from like the competition side of things and yeah. like mm-hmm. that sort of world of dance moms. Because mm-hmm. um, well, I don't think my mom was very much of a dance mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I did do them one year and uh, they actually went really well. So <laughs> right? well. I actually maybe you only listen out for the number one. <laughs> the number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First place all round. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, we're gonna ask you as well. Uh, what designers or artists or people influence you the most? Yeah. Um. So, with fashion design, like. Again, I feel like I can be a bit clueless sometimes because I didn't really know fashion beforehand. But the designers that like made me realize that I really liked fashion design was like Izzy Miyake, Yoji Yamamoto, mm. Rei Kawakubo, mm. um, Junya Watanabe. Um, they're all just like amazing. Like they're they're they do get labeled anti-fashion sometimes, mm. um, and like. And Amula Meester as well gets labelled anti-fashion because they don't really conform to trends and it's very like deconstruction fashion as well. It's not necessarily like a super flattering fit. Mm. It can be a bit more conceptual than mm. that. And then like Izzy Miyake is like a massive inspiration because I think he also pulls inspiration from movement and like mm-hmm. dancers and like he likes the idea that like a garment could be worn in multiple different ways and yeah and his garments you should see them are like they fully move like they're you know they like yeah. embody the movement it's it's mm. so nice so yeah I feel like those designers for me made me realize that fashion design can be an art mm-hmm. more so than just this like consumerist kind of world where you're feeding into trends and stuff mm-hmm. um and it's less about like body image then as well I feel like it's it's really about the garment and stuff mm-hmm. yeah and then I guess with artists I probably take a lot more inspiration from like musicians and stuff mm-hmm. like I love the band Big Thief at the moment well mm-hmm. for a very long time they're yeah. I just like they always give like give me the feels <laughs> like oh. I just stick them on and I feel inspired mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll often listen to music when I'm creating and people like, just like my friends and stuff. Mm. I, I'm inspired a lot about like little things around me and like the normalness of life, mm. you know? Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Interesting. I've been waiting for someone when we ask about artists and people to actually, so many people come with their list of artists, but I love when someone's like, just life and my friends and yeah, yeah. but that's, that's true. mostly it because that's what I'm surrounded by and 
yeah it's what I enjoy doing like I love spending time with my friends and I love little normal things like a gate you know open and like squeaking and Mm -hmm. or like the way the light is shining down on something Mm -hmm. like just really ordinary because it's like we all see different things but then there's certain things that will catch your eye that other other people aren't into do you know what I mean yeah or they you see something I just feel like that's quite an artistic thing that we have that's really special yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you know I appreciate it. And maybe, like, I feel like everyone maybe has it, and it's exactly what you said. Like, we all see yeah. things a little bit differently, mm-hmm. which is nice. It's your input, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think as we're in, we got to be in a in an artistic place with arty people around us, yeah. and also with guidance. And we were, you know, we have to research, and mm-hmm. there's all there's things you have to do in college, and. Like, I think that is really good. Well, it kind of helps you notice things a bit. Yeah. It almost yeah. teaches you to, like, be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. and notice mm-hmm. yes. stuff because mm-hmm. you're constantly being told to yeah. research. There's more of an emphasis on it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a nice reminder as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've always called those things small magic. Does it mm. Like the, the light shining so nicely nice. or... Yeah. It's just, like, little proof that magic is real and in small little yeah. amounts and it's those moments where just like everything goes away I don't know what it is but it's so powerful like you could be going through the worst thing in the world and then for some reason you just see this one thing it could be a stone or it could be like the way the wind hit you or something and it just mm-hmm. fe- I don't know yeah. it feels so uh, like another, another experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But that's a very difficult thing, I think, to put across in art. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like anytime I look at art, I'm searching for something or I'm searching for the meaning or I'm intentionally looking at it. But those things in life catch you. They're like, mm-hmm. rather than you looking at, for it, it's like, yes. oh. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. Yeah. yeah. My art history research at the moment, they were saying, like, you need to get on it. And I was like, but I'm more, like... I don't want I because Do I'm the same. Of like <laughs> I don't really look to artists an awful lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I want to write about the podcast that I was listening to or like this song that came on in my shuffle yeah and they're yeah. like just do it so now I'm starting yeah. to like throw all of that into my artist yeah. research as well. Oh, I think that's great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we're so like acutely informed by so many mm. things. That I think is um, we really are. It's like an overload mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then sometimes, sometimes when I'm in a, in a, or I don't know exactly what I'm doing with my art, or I feel a bit blocked, I look around and go, um, nothing is <laughs> speaking to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like the opposite yeah, side like, of it. Where is it? It's not just yeah, no, like we're not just going around like oh, the whistle of the trees. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I no recently I've been going around and I've been like I said to Queen and I, I said to my friend I was like oh. I look around and nothing, I don't want to draw anything that I see, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. nothing is looking good to me, you know, um, nothing is And then it's like me. the day when you're, like, rushing for a train, that you're like, the sky looks beautiful and the people yeah, are yeah, all, you don't have time, I mean, I don't have time to <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> You've been that uh, so fair, you know. You've been given, like, the best advice throughout anyway. So I don't know what else you'd have to tell us. But um, what advice, if you could give anyone listening some advice, like, on fashion, college, 
uh, any words of wisdom you have? Yeah. Is there anything? I would say, yeah. don't take it too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously mm. and don't take the work too seriously. Even when the work is meaningful, mm. um, I think, maybe not, not take the work seriously, but uh, I just don't beat yourself up about stuff. And if you create something that like isn't working, that it doesn't mean you're a shit artist. It doesn't mean anything you know you can keep making and eventually it'll be good or it'll be bad whatever but it's just about the process Mm -hmm. um and in life don't take yourself too seriously either don't beat yourself up about things Mm -hmm. we're all human we all make mistakes um yeah yeah (laughs) I think that kind of comes around to you know the way you were saying about you going to Spain and I feel like that's very your advice is very influenced by your experience Mm. Yeah, I think it's something that I'm trying to work on as well. Um, But yeah, just don't put too much pressure on yourself and the world. You know, it's like, it's simpler Mm -hmm. (laughs) than we make it out to be. Mm -hmm. And it's not as well, but you know. um, I think being an artist is just like well-informed playing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is and you have to be able to play you know yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah it's a good way of putting it mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and I think if you take yourself too seriously then you probably won't create anything good because it's just too much pressure like mm-hmm. no yeah. one yeah no yeah. one can create under pressure I feel like mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah you always have the best advice ever <laughs> i'll just yeah. text Faye like oh my god everything sucks and Faye's like <laughs> Faye's like no no this 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 and i'm like if you, you know you you just validate everything as well like you just oh yeah so good every well, time sometimes you just need someone else to point <clears throat> things yes. out to you mm-hmm. yeah. i need that sometimes you just get so worked mm-hmm. up in your own head yeah mm-hmm it's really handy to have an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. and be like, look, this is the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but feelings are powerful things and mm-hmm. you can't really control them. And if, even if you're told that something is black and white and you feel a certain way, you kind of have to let yourself feel them yeah. too and mm-hmm. yeah. be sad and angry every now and then, you know, mm-hmm. and happy and all of the above mm-hmm. and yeah. beneath and in between. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your cool house which yeah. is <laughs> it's like we're having a little sleepover <laughs> yeah. yeah well thanks so much <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoyed bye bye, bye.